Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my... My snapping girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It is December 12th, 1997. 12-12. Yeah, it is. What do you think about that? 12-12. You know what it just occurred to me? Because I was thinking about... That that's the anniversary of my dad's death. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Way to, way to fucking bring it down. <laughs> just it was so funny that you were like making a big deal about it. No, it just occurred to me, dates that repeat themselves, hmm. like 12-12, right? Mm-hmm. We get those every year, obviously, 11-11, 10-10, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But after 2000, when 2000 starts, well, not in, not in 2000, but we're going to get some that are going to be triples. Oh, yeah. Because we're so late in the, the century here. We don't get them, but once it ticks over, we're going to like, like two thousand one 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 one, right? Yeah, like, or uh, one one, like zero one zero one zero one in two thousand one. We're gonna get dates like that. That'll be in two thousand twelve. Cool. <laughs> we'll have twelve 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 numeric alliteration. Yes, interesting. It's gonna be awesome. You know, sometimes the date goes the same forwards as backwards and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That'll happen too. Wow, that's fucked up. Ten, oh October first, two thousand one. Will that be this? Or no, October second, two thousand one. Will that be a palindrome where it's the same board forwards as backwards? Mm, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, it'll be interesting. We'll figure it out mathematically for you later, everyone. I'm sure they're on the edge of their seat. Right now, it's December 12th, 1997, the anniversary of Carol's dad's death. (laughs) Mark it on your calendars, everyone. Uh, Late fee, 1994 at AOL.com if you want to send condolences. Oh, jeez, stop. You weirdo. You're the one that brought it up. Well, you're the one who was like, hey, why is this such a special day? No, I didn't ask why. I said, do you... I, well, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly how I said it. But if you really want to know, we can listen back later. Well, we will. Anyway, we watched 90210 because this is the 90210 show. It is. It is not about palindromes or math or death or any of that. <laughs> well, there is some some endings, some new beginnings this episode there's a lot of interesting shit in this episode so this was a double episode yeah. this was a this was a double entendre this was a double shot at 90210 this was our whole night say it's <laughs> your birthday or they say it's your birthday so this like the song this prince say it's your birthday right they got a better band than that though yeah, they um do. but yeah this prince has been talking about this birthday party he's gonna throw for steve forever so princess princess who adore you i'm gonna beat your ass i swear to god like i'm just not having it today 
And he's over here dancing and singing and smiling. You know how when you're in a really bad mood and you see somebody so happy and you just want to punch them in the face? You know how when you're in a really bad mood and you're doing a show for for your adoring fans? <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. So go ahead. Go ahead with what? <laughs> you were annoyed. talking. You were talking about the prince and and the party, and that's when I said princess. You know what's funny is like that you just seem to either not understand or forget that I have ADHD. Oh, okay. So you're just like, hey, let me distract you, and then expect you to know what the fuck was going on. And maybe I have ADHD too. Maybe. How many I'm of us does distra- it take to record an episode? Because I'm always hmm. distracted. How many of us? Yes. People with ADHD? Like you're like it's a protected class of people. I actually meant like of you and me, but I guess the answer is kind of obvious. <laughs> One time, this is highly offensive. One time I was driving down the road with a cousin of mine who will go unnamed, but uh I pointed and I said, Alex, look, uh it's a <laughs> There was a sign that said, it said sped crossing. What? Like special education. It said sped crossing. Oh, weird. And I was like, and I looked at her and I was like, Alex, it like they travel in packs. <laughs> what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <sighs> it's just, it was just a weird thing. That is weird. Yeah, I didn't understand it. Uh, but anyway, so. The prince who adores you. Yeah, go ahead. Talk about him. The party. Steve's party. Yeah. Don't say stop. We don't stop. We talk about stuff on this show. Um, Okay, so he rented the Queen Mary cruise ship. The QE2. To have a party. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, you're right. It's Queen Mary. I think that's also very uh, supposed to be like a very haunted cruise ship, but they didn't do anything with that. They should have. It they're all cool. they're all haunted, right? They've all had I don't know uh, husbands murder their wives for inheritances or <laughs> whatever. Horrible naval tragedies. The yep. ghost of the people from the Titanic <laughs> want to get on here, but they're, they're too low class. Wow. So <clears throat> yes. he runs out this giant cruise ship. They invite like everybody because you know it's a fucking cruise ship. Yeah. And he gets a band. Yeah. He does get a band. He gets the fucking Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. Well, 90210, the producers got the Goo Goo Dolls. It's so crazy. And like, even at the beginning of their concert, they're like, uh, so we don't usually do birthday parties. But- Not on purpose. <laughs> yeah. What, what was is- that? I don't know. Like, are they, are they implying like, oh, we're so crazy, like... You know, we we might play a birthday party on accident. It's like you're not fucking Van Halen. You know, <laughs> no one's like no concierge at the Ritz Carlton is getting called up from downstairs, being like, oh, "I'm sorry uh, to bother you, but the Goo Goo Dolls have ripped up their hotel room." <laughs> that call's not happening, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, but the Goo Goo Dolls are uh, are throwing things out the window and and a bunch of groupies are in there that's that's not they're not that band right they're like a pop they're a pop like soft band the way i describe it 
This is not going to make any sense to anybody. I know a guy named Jason Landis. Oh, jeez. No last names. I know a guy named John Landis. No last names. John, John Landis is a director. John Doe. Sure. <laughs> no, it needs the last name for the story. Whatever. It's a it's a it's a common last name, just like no, John Landis. Nice. I might be lying. It might not even be his last name. <laughs> but I might I might have made this name up out of whole cloth. I didn't, but I might have. <laughs> and so anyway, he uh in high school sang in the choir, very talented singer and everything, and actor and stuff. Um but you know, he would sing like he did the choir songs, you know, like the Scooby Doo Bab, you know, like uh the very like poppy, not hard rock. Like the he was the opposite of hard rock. Okay. Okay. So a band like the Goo Goo Dolls, I call them a Landis band. They're a Landis band. But that sounds like an Alanis band. No, it doesn't. Like Alanis Morissette. Although but they are a similar genre of music. I suppose. So Alanis Morissette is after Jagged Little Pill, maybe. Because that was, that was kind of hard-edged. I love Jagged Little Pill. But yeah, the rest of it may be Alanis band. <laughs> anyway. So they got the Goo Goo Dolls. So, I mean, or trying to, to sound like they're a wild band or something. I don't know. It was pretty cool, though. Like, I, I enjoyed getting to hear the Goo Goo Dolls. It was a nice surprise. Well, it was weird because the the first part of the second part of the episode, the second hour, was essentially a Goo Goo Dolls concert mm-hmm. interdispersed with tragic things happening in the lives of the 90210 crew. Right? Yeah. It was crazy. Like, okay. I don't know how you want to cover this this episode. If you want to go storyline by storyline, or well, how, think, how you want to do it, I think but. that's what we should do because that's what we usually do. All right. Well, good luck to you. Good luck to both of us, okay. sir. I'm not on this journey by myself. No. Like a twister, you were born to walk alone. Sure. So Nat is like the only person invited okay. to this party above the age of thirty. <laughs> He's like Goo Goo Dolls. Is that uh, is that a toy for little girls? <laughs> Goo Goo Dolls. And, and he brings his like sixty year old girlfriend with him. Yes. And she keeps saying how she's so tired. I'm so tired, and I don't feel good. Yeah, and like every time they're like, "Where's Joanne? Oh, she's laying down. She doesn't feel good. She's in the bathroom. She doesn't feel good." And they I made, made a big. They made a big deal of this illness, so right. we knew it was going to come to something. I made a joke, and I was really 100% joking. I'm like, she's pregnant. She's fucking pregnant. <laughs> no, she was fucking, then she got pregnant. It doesn't seem like it should be possible. How old do you think they're supposed to be? I don't know. Nat's like, but we used protection, and I'm 70. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, I know guys can, you know, procreate at any sure. age, but... Nat's probably supposed to be in his late 50s, I'm guessing. And then she's probably supposed to be younger than him. And so he could certainly procreate. She's got to be 50. I mean, I don't know how old that actress is, but she has to be at least 50. Yeah. If not more. And I suppose every once in a while, an older woman like that is still fertile and can still have a baby. But... 
they don't make a big enough deal of this. No. They act like they're one of the teenagers. Yeah. Or slightly older. Like, I mean, I expected her to be like, what What are my parents going to say? <laughs> she did mention that her grandkids are going to have a new niece or nephew. Right. So she's old enough to have grandchildren. That's so crazy. Can you imagine? No. That's so weird. Like, that'd be like my grandma having a baby after I was born. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's weird. Exactly. And you know, like, how much vitamins and stuff you need when you're... I mean, like, she's going to be a bag of dust by the time (laughs) she gives birth. Right. This child's going to take all vitality out of her. And like, okay, and then they go and they tell Brandon. Like, at first they're like, oh, when are, how are we going to tell people when we're going to tell people? She's like, well, I'll be showing soon. Like, first of all. How pregnant are you? Well, and she's like, if the drugstore test we took is accurate. Right. So it's like throwing some, like, question out there as to whether or not it's even really true. Right. And then she's like, I'll be showing soon. How late's your period? Exactly. What does that mean you'll be showing soon? I mean, like, typically women don't show till they're, like, at least four months pregnant. Maybe so. she thought she was go- she'd gone through menopause. Maybe. Finally. And then she was just, like, feeling so sick. I've heard of women, like, having babies and not even knowing they were pregnant. So, you know, whatever. Shit happens. I guess. <laughs> weird way to, weird way to, uh, to describe an unknown pregnancy. <laughs> Shit happens. But... Nat just decides, hey, we're going to tell Brandon right now, right here. And, and he starts to. And instead. He says, we're getting fucking married, Brandon. Brandon, I, it's kind of a spoiler for his storyline, but Brandon reveals something uh, sort of heartbreaking to them mm-hmm. in the relationship uh, field. And he's like, well, well, listen to this. We're getting married. Asshole. It's almost like he's rubbing it in his face. Yeah, like, it was weird. Like, he was going to tell him about the baby, I think, maybe to, like, give him good news. I don't know. And then inside, he's just like, oh, I shouldn't do that. Right. But he hasn't proposed to her. He just he looks just at her. Did. Yeah, he just looks at her and he's like, right? We, we good with that? We happy about that? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, we're happy. And, in, and that's, that's worse than doing it in like a jumbotron at a fucking <laughs> baseball game. That's the worst proposal. Well, no, uh, maybe my mom proposing my dad's the worst proposal ever. Yeah, she did it on twelve twelve. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, but she just she, she like she just your like, mom proposed to your dad. Yeah, yeah. And there was no formality. There was no ring. She's just like, so you're going to marry me or what? Ha! <laughs> That's not really a proposal. It's more of a question. <laughs> right? What did he say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With as much enthusiasm as you just said. And then they went across the Canadian border and bought her an engagement ring at the duty-free store. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if it was really the duty-free store, but they, get some, they got it in Canada. They get some so. french fries with uh, mayonnaise. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, the they, perks of living in uh, Michigan by Detroit. They love, they love mayonnaise in <laughs> Canada. Well, and they like poutine, which is just gross. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. fries and gravy with cheese curds. Ugh. 
I like cheese curds. I do not like gravy. French fries with cheese curds on top and then gravy poured all over it. See, give me a ranch on that instead and I'm good. That sounds as disgusting to me. Really? Ranch, uh, French fries with ranch is fine, but like cheese curds, they're not melted. No. Give me some melted cheese on some fries with some ranch. You know, I like those loaded fries with with like beef. Mm -hmm. Beef, bacon, some onion. Yeah. Melted cheese, dip it in ranch. Yes, that's delicious. You're making me hungry. Sorry. Um. <clears throat> anyways, we were talking about Nat. Yeah. So and the baby that's going to take uh, his girlfriend's life. And Nat doesn't even look happy at all about it, and he just like kind of storms off. And then Brandon's like, uh, "So that was a proposal, right?" Like, yeah, he was like, he was like, uh, "Did you know about this?" Yeah, that was what he said. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And That's she's like, no. Right. <laughs> but apparently they're getting married and he's going to be a dad. So weird. I don't know. I don't think, I think maybe she's not really pregnant. Maybe it's a mistake. Maybe he'll find some pushing stairs. Oh, jeez. So he's going to be like Ray. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, Nat. But... Uh, next storyline, Carol. Who you want to talk about now? Okay. Um, you want to do Valerie and Colin? I guess Valerie's Valerie, Valerie, Colin, weird. and the FBI man. Yeah. So the FBI agent is sent by Jonesy. Jonesy. Just shows up at the. So this party, it's like I fear that maybe you don't remember a lot of the first episode. I don't. Um, we watched it in two parts instead of all together. Sorry, guys. But, uh, yeah, so the party takes place in two different locations. They have a party at, like, a hotel in Long Beach, and then the next day they, they're on the boat with the big concert. Right. Uh, so this FBI guy comes to her, her hotel room. Because first they're checking into this gorgeous hotel, and... They, they, everyone's like checking in and, and stuff like that. And this FBI guy shows up at the door. And he's like, Jonesy sent me. I'm going to fucking get Colin for you. And she's like, oh, wow. I'm sure this will work out and it won't be a complete waste of time. <laughs> but it was. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> and so he starts talking to her and they have like kind of like a flirtation a little bit. Mm -hmm. oh, I, I'd say more than a little bit. At one point, one of the, the surprise guests is like, hey, who's the babe with Valerie? Let's all point out that we think he's good looking. Right, just in case, you know, we can't determine that on our own. Because he's not that good looking. He's really not. He's fine, decent looking. But Average. he's not like, yeah, he's not fucking hot. Yeah. He's like a six or a seven. But he's an FBI agent. Which makes him a 10. Yeah, according to you. <laughs> no, but according to Valerie. So, he has subpoena power. <laughs> that, that that bumps you up three or four points. Subpoena power. Well, he doesn't really, but he can serve subpoenas. Anyway, so <laughs> he's, you know, looking around for Colin. We, we cut back to Colin every once in a while, who's always at, like, one of two sets, <laughs> talking to one of two people. Right, and this guy's like, yeah, give me $10,000 and I'll fucking get you on this boat. And you can, it's the Orinoco flow or whatever. It's by Enya. She's the captain. 
And she can get you over to wherever. You're so weird. Well, it was called the Orinoco something flower, I think, or something like that. Okay. You know that song, Orinoco Flow. I do not. You'd know the song if you heard it. I'm not going to sing it, but you know the song. Anyway, so Colin, he's trying to get out of the country. And what uh, the dude, the FBI dude's like... Who would he contact? And she's like, I don't know. His drug dealer. And well, that was the other episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, she's like. Oh, Kelly. What about people? He talks to Kelly and they're like, what about where would he get money from? He's going to need money to get out of the country. And so they give a list of names. And one of the people is that uh, the, the woman that used to pay him to fuck her. Yeah. The Jane. Yeah, what's whatever her name was. No, I'm saying, like, you know, instead of a John, she's a Jane. I understood what you meant. Did you? I did, yes. Okay. <laughs> His art patron. Yes. A- anyway, so they do contact her, and apparently she did give him some money. Mm-hmm, $10,000. So he thinks that he's in, he's in California, he's going to try to get out, so he's doing stakeouts and everything. He gets word that he might be going to the docks. Yeah. Brandon and Steve are in a bar. And they are? Yeah, we'll explain why later. So wait, we're jumping ahead there. Okay. Yeah, because we're doing this storyline. All right. They're in a bar. They come face to face with Pauly Shore. <laughs> this is so weird. And like every time someone comes face to face with Pauly Shore, one of two things happens. He either tells you how his mom owns the comedy store or. Or you want to kick his ass. And it's the second thing. Okay. And he's got some big guy that's behind him. He's like, well, I don't like you picking on a small guy, Steve. I know who you are, Steve Sanders. And they he doesn't say that. And then they, they get into a big bar fight, right? But while they're in the bar fight, and someone's like, call the police. They keep cutting because Colin happens to be in this bar. Right. Just wait, waiting. Waiting for the opportunity to go get on the boat. And he's like looking around and stuff. Oh no, cops are gonna come! And he starts tries to to leave. And Brandon's like, "Hey, I see Colin!" And they run after him, but which is stupid. But it's too late. Like, what do they think they are? Like Miami Vice? Like what the yeah. fuck? I mean, first they're in a bar fight, which does not really fit, and then they're chasing a fugitive. So they get put in jail, but then they get released because no one's pressing charges. The FBI guys like. Oh, you saw him, but, you know, I, I wasted all this time staking him out, and he never showed up. And they're like, yeah, we saw him in the bar, and he's like, oh, that's why he didn't show up. Well, I'm going to check all the cheap motels and everything. Meanwhile, Colin goes back to this dude and is like, hey, I, I want to get I want to get on. He's like, yeah, 10000 more bucks, you know, get, yeah. get it to me, and I'll, I'll get you on another thing. And he's like, ah, and he starts to walk away. And it just so happens that as he as they're driving from the fucking jail, <laughs> they see him walking from this interaction. They're like, hey, it's Colin. Again. City of 15 million people. Right. But they see him twice. It's like cartoonishly bad. Like, it's like where in the world is Carmen San Diego? And he's like one of the henchmen. Yeah, exactly. It's like he's double trouble from where <laughs> in the world is Carmen San Diego. Double, tr- double trouble in jail. <laughs> Carmen's in the- anyway so uh they jump out and run after him again 
literally chasing the man. Stupid, stupidest chase scene ever. Yeah. Like, what are they going to do? Well, they do catch him. They do end up catching him. The police show up, and he gets arrested, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, Valerie. She's like, yeah, whatever. But, I mean, if he was any tougher, like, they wouldn't be able to handle it. Fuck no. He just gave up. Exactly. Because he has nowhere to go. So Did like, he already give that guy $10,000? Like, he, yeah, he, he has did. no money. Yep. No way to get out of the country. Like, he's just an idiot. So, he he's going to jail for... He's going to the Cuscow. For, for way longer now. Yeah, of course. Because of uh, his absconding. So, Nat and Valerie are off the hook. They don't have to... They're, they're going to get their money back. Everything's cool. So, they wrapped that up with a nice, neat little bow. Yep. And, they had and the FBI guy did nothing. Yeah, why was he there? He's there because Valerie's going to fuck him. Oh, yeah, because like maybe he'll even stick around. He's like, they kiss and everything, and he comes to her bar, and he's like, hey, you know, I'm glad that we met her, whatever. And she's, he's like, hey, this wasn't the only reason I came here. I put in for a transfer a couple weeks ago to the Los Angeles office, and, and she's like, oh, you'll be moving? And he's like, well, I have to see if I get the transfer. And I said, well, we'll have to see if the uh, test audience <laughs> likes my character enough for me to come onto the show. Right. Because that's essentially what it is. But, like, no, I don't really, I mean, like, I don't dislike him, but I don't want another character. They yeah. need to stop. Who's Valerie going to have sex with, though? Everybody. That's what she does. Yeah, I guess. Because everyone's coupling off. Yeah. So that's the Colin storyline. He gets put in jail. Yeah. In <laughs> who, who are we going to next? Brandon. Oh, you want to do Brandon's? All right. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Now, I'm probably forgetting something that happened in the first episode. Uh, not much happens in the first episode, other than the fact that she gets a call. They have a message for her at the hotel mm. from someone in Washington, D.C. But in the second episode, she uh, she calls them back. That's basically, like, all the suspense. So they're on the boat. The, the Goo Goo Dolls concert's going on. Yeah. They're singing. What, what, what song are they singing? Long Way Down, I think. Okay. And she's like, I got to go up to the hotel room and call them. And Brandon's, like, going with her. And she's like, I need to do it by myself. What the fuck, Susan? So weird. You already said you weren't taking this job. Because in the first episode, she reveals that they offered her a job. Working on the 1996 presidential campaign. Mm -hmm. So Brandon's uh, upset because he suspects that she's up there taking the job. Well, he's worried because, like, why can't I be there? Yeah, I'd be worried. And, um, oh, Andrea's there. So, yeah, he hangs out out with her. That's one of the surprise guests. Andrea Mm -hmm. shows up for Steve's birthday. Which is sweet. I like it. You know, we haven't seen her in a while. She nice. She's there without her husband and baby, which makes sense because you wouldn't bring them there. Right. So, Not to and, Steve's birthday. They have a dinner where she shows up where they do this big video package. And uh, Mr. and Mrs. Walsh also are there long enough to say happy birthday, Steve. In the video, yeah. Um, But, yeah, so they... And there's a terrifying fucking cake. There's... It's a Corvette... With a giant Steve head yeah. on it. I mean, <laughs> if you thought Steve's face looked disturbing just on its own, I mean, this was nightmare fuel. Yeah, it's pretty scary. And then later, there's a giant life-sized cutout of Steve on the stage. Yeah. 
Would you want that? I wouldn't want that. That no. would freak me out. Yeah. And they call it Steve Palooza. <laughs> so, okay. So Andrea's keeping Brandon company while Susan takes this call. But um, it turns out that, of course, she does take a job. And, like, he gave up a job. Why are you laughing at me? Just go ahead. Yep. He gave up a job. Stop moving on the chair. I can't. You're popping. I can't stop moving. Um, And so, you know, of course he's pissed. Like, who wouldn't be? Well, yeah. She's like, I know you're going to think it's a double standard. And it's like, yeah. It it is. is. It's the exact same situation. I'm so mad at her. She's like, I applied for this before we even, you know, knew each other. So? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she wants to take the job and... And she does take the job, and he's like, fuck. I mean, he's pissed. Oh, yeah, he's just, I mean, like, he's basically just done with her. Like, she's like, you could come with me. But, like, you know, he's got you his come own with life. Me to Boston, exactly. Bitch. Exactly. But, yeah, so they're not going to take their big cross country trip. I'm so mad on his behalf. That's just such bullshit. She screwed him over hard. He handles it pretty much the same way I would, too. Because he, he goes and drowns a sorrow with Steve, and then... That's when they see Colin. Right. And then the next day, like, it's one of the last things mm-hmm. that happen. He, he, Susan's, like, on the boat or whatever, he's like, I'm, I'm going to say goodbye or whatever. And he goes and talks to her, and she's like, would you come to say goodbye? And he's, she's like, yeah, I thought you deserved it or whatever. And they have this conversation. She's like, oh, you're mad at me because because you gave up the job for me, but I won't give up this job for you. And he's like, yeah. And she goes, you know, women don't get a lot of opportunities. Yeah, that was, that pissed me off. I was like, N- hell no, bitch. Like, that is not the time and not the place. Like, that does not justify. You can't just pull out the, oh, women are discriminated against card to make it okay that you just screwed him over. Right. No. I'm, oh, I don't like her anymore at all. And she's like, uh, can I call you when I get settled in in, in Washington or anything? He's like, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> and then she's like she wants a kiss so he kisses her on the cheek yeah yeah he blows her off and he should and he said goodbye susan and then he leaves so. so she's done susan keats over oh. with bye-bye go find somebody else to fuck maybe she'll get back together with her ex-boyfriend yeah he's in the other washington yeah that works i guess it, uh, they couldn't be farther apart but <laughs> yeah but they'll find a way I think they're sure. supposed to be together. Okay. If that's what you want to tell yourself. <laughs> I need to that, make that's it That's the better. fan fiction you're <laughs> going to write, huh? Right. So then Kelly and Brandon are hanging out. Yes. And he puts his arm on her shoulders and she's like, your arm feels good there. Yeah. That's a weird thing to say because like. It's weird. Like, I don't know. I mean, it was, it's just his arm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's definitely some like flirting going on. So it's like, as soon as, as soon as he's broken up with Susan, Kelly is like, Hey, what's up? Right. But also we found out that Brenda was invited to participate in this video thing. Wait, what? you're going to get to the Brenda stuff already? Well, because I was going to save that for a little thing at the end. What? Well, All right. Okay, go ahead. No, go, go no, ahead. no, no, no. We got, we got to talk about it now. You let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> Well, no, it's just, okay, so she was supposed to do the video thing, and instead, Dylan... She didn't say anything. 
Right. But Dylan writes a letter. Says, sorry, didn't have, I don't have, we don't have video or something like that. Don't have a video camera. Um, but, you know, I'm going to write a letter to you, Steve, and, and everything. He's like, basically just says nice things about Steve. Right. But it turns out that he's living in London. And apparently Brenda's also living in London. And then we find out at the end, Dylan and Brenda are living in London together. Yeah, same address. They've been living together apparently for like six months or something like that. So Kelly found this out, this episode also, which I think is also fueling this. It's like Kelly found out that Dylan and Brenda are together Mm -hmm. and now Brandon's single. So it's like, oh, you know, let me go jump on you. I think it's really funny that they, despite the fact that they they got rid of Brenda because they didn't like her, Mm -hmm. Shannon Doherty, Uh, but they, they feel the need to like, still tie that storyline together somehow well i don't know i mean it's i like it though i like that they ended up together yeah well we'll see if it lasts yeah i guess that's a good point but i mean i want dylan to end up happy like he deserves it like his fucking wife got shot in front of him and everything oh, yeah, that's like right. I forgot about that. he's been through so much shit maxima like, girl who was in who was in scream too we yeah. didn't mention but oh yeah she's in scream too I mean, seriously, like, he just needs one thing to go right in his life. Aside from, you know, being a millionaire. I mean, he does have that. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, what's the other storyline? Well, real quick to to end this one up. She does end up coming over to Brandon's house, and she's all like, hey, let's, you know, let's do it. Mm -hmm. And Brandon's like, let's take it slow, because we're both on the rebound. So let's just be friends and stuff. Which is smart. We'll see how long that lasts. It won't. They'll be naked in at least, I don't know, maybe the next episode. Definitely the episode after that. Right. Um, okay, so then we have Steve's storyline. Well, what about Donna and David? Oh, Donna and David. Okay. So Donna. So I think we should conclude with Steve's yeah. storyline. Donna and David um, tell, like, the music producer dude that they're going to this party. He's like, oh, you got an invitation to that? I want to go to that party. So they invite him. Well, Donna invites him. Yeah. And that was a mistake. Yeah, because, well, David's like, hey, this guy wants to fuck you, and you're inviting him to this party. You're just, like, you're just egging him on. And she's like, no, no. And they get to the dinner, and he's all like, Donna, why don't why don't, why don't you come up to my room? I've got I've got bottles of champagne, well, no, Donna. He showed up at her door before dinner. Oh, yeah, that's right. With champagne. Yeah. And, like, that was pretty presumptuous. And he even made sure his room was close to hers when they checked in. Like, he he had plans, for sure. Oh, yeah. And Donna's like, oh, Champagne. Champagne and me don't have a good history. And it's like, we were worried when we saw saw Champagne. Right. (laughs) Yeah, she always wants to fuck when she's having Champagne. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a smart move on his part, I guess, but... (laughs) (laughs) That's page one of the rapist tantrum. Smart move. <laughs> but she gets him to go down to dinner instead. Right. And then as the night wears on, like, eventually she tells him, like, hey, look, yeah. I'm a virgin. I'm not having sex until I get married. And he's just like, oh, okay, who else can I fuck? Well, Kelly had just walked by and he's like, hey, do you mind if we go talk to Kelly? Right. It was very quick. And she's like, yeah, go ahead. So then he's, like, harassing Kelly. Mm-hmm. And then... 
Andrea shows up and he's like, let me talk to uh, you, Andrea. And she's like, my name's Andrea. Yeah. And then he's clinging all over her, even though she's like talking about my, my lawyer husband and my yeah. baby. And he's just like, oh, tell me about it over yeah. here. Show me pictures of your baby while we walk on the deck and I finger you. <laughs> yeah, this guy is desperate. Absolutely. So he's just like comedic relief throughout. Dude's a fucking movie producer. He can't get tail. Music producer. Music producer. But yeah, you'd think. Yeah, he's not like particularly ugly or anything. No, he's in the music industry. Like he's uh, he's high up in the music right. industry. Well, he's just chasing the wrong women, I guess. Yeah. Well, married ones and virgins. <laughs> so then Donna and David are hanging out. He needs to go over to Melrose Place. You'll have, you'll have a better luck over there. Right? All, they're all up his alley there. Um, but Donna and David are hanging out, and she's drinking the champagne. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and they start like kind of getting snuggly and he's like i'm thinking about kissing you and she's like i'm thinking about kissing you and but we shouldn't yeah and so like then she randomly dumps a glass of champagne on his head because she thinks it's funny like that's how drunk they are yeah it's a lot of flirtation and then like cuddling in bed later yeah and she snuggles up to him in bed when he he's he's taking her in a room and he's like, "Are you gonna uh, change or you need me to get you undressed?" Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh, I'm so tired." While she's snuggling on him, and he's like, "Yeah, I guess I better go." And she's like, "No, stay." And he's like, "No, there's something I need to take care of now." And <laughs> so he uh, he leaves. Um, and then the next day, they're talking, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we still love each other." But it would be stupid to... We fight all the time. I'm like, I'm thinking like, no, you didn't. No, no, they had a really good relationship aside from like the sex. Aside from, yeah, him cheating because he wanted to get laid. Yeah. Uh, but so they're like, we shouldn't do it. And then immediately they change their minds. And yeah. So, yeah, I guess we should though. So now they're going to be back together. And like, like I said, I think they should just get married right away. Yeah. Just take that problem out of the relationship. Agreed. It's about time for her to fuck. Come on. Yeah. She's like, what, 22 now? Aaron Spelling, it's been enough. Right? <laughs> I mean, she'll get married. She'll be a virgin bride. Just let her have sex. Right. Uh, Darna Martin procreates. Darna Martin <laughs> procreates. Right. Uh, anyway, so that's uh, that's their storyline. So I'm happy. Are you happy they're back together? Yes. I think that's... So they're back together. Brandon's broken up with his his girl. And maybe going to get back together with Kelly. Yep. And now we've got a uh, a relationship, maybe Rocky, we'll see, with Steve and Claire. Yeah. So the prince, do not do it. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) He... He adores her. He does. He actually has the giant balls to tell Steve that he's in love with Claire. Well, remember that they had that little party, the little pre-party or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the next day they got to see him play polo. The most pretentious fucking thing ever. Right. You don't remember that at all, do you? Nope. That was the blankest stare I've ever seen. <laughs> It's when they're on the horses with the long mallets hitting the ball. Uh huh. I well, know what it is. I don't remember seeing him play it. Well, after that, after they were done, that's when he was like, "Hey, we're good friends. I want to fuck your girlfriend." You said that you you don't have immediate plans for her, 
Which I think means, like, I'm not going to propose to her right now. Right. And he's like, well, yeah, but... And he's like, I, all I want is... They they frame this in the best possible way. Right. Where he's like, all I want is your permission to tell her how I feel, and then she can decide. And he's like, well, whatever, I guess. And, I mean, like, he looks like he thinks this is weird and he's concerned and whatever. Mm-hmm. But he says, sure. And I think that he really just thinks that there is no chance, so it's okay if he tells her how he feels. He hasn't been looking at all the flirtations that have been happening. Right. So. Because his jaw was broken. So it's now it's Steve's birthday party. Yep. It's happy time. The Goo Goo Dolls had this are playing. Wonderful dinner. He's at the concert. What song are He's, they playing this time? They're playing that big, their big popular song. Name. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and this asshole interrupts their dancing. Which asshole? I'm not saying it. <laughs> <laughs> what did you call him last, last week? Prince, what'd you say, Prince Buddy? Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Bryce. Um, I think it's I think it's Carl. I honestly think it's Carl. Yeah. But um, he interrupts them and asks if he can cut in, and Steve looks very um, not happy. Yeah. And he tells her. The, the prince tells Yeah. Her. While they're dancing, you know... I'm in love with you, and, you know, I told Steve, and he was okay with... And that's about as far as he gets, and she's like, he's okay with this? And, like, she just starts freaking out. Like, Steve knows about this? Like, why is it Steve's fault? Like, why are you yelling at Steve? This is the guy who's being inappropriate. So she drags him out of the party, Steve. Yeah. And says, what the fuck's going on? And he was like, oh, the poor guy, like, fell in love with you. You know, who can blame him? You know, you're the best or whatever. He's like, uh, you know, he just wanted a chance. And he's like, just go tell him that you're not interested and and, and everything's good. And she's like, that's that's not the point. <laughs> you shouldn't you shouldn't even be allowing this. You should you should you should fight wanna, for me. Yeah, you want to punch him in the face. Yeah. So then the guy walks up to them <laughs> and Steve's like, I'm sorry, man. I don't want to do this. And he punches him in the face. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And then she's like, man, even more mad at him. He's like, I think my nose is broken. She's like, you broke his nose, you fucking idiot. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah, just stay away from me, Steve. Like, what the fuck, Claire? Come on. I don't, I, I, I don't like her now. I don't I, need, I've I liked don't her for all the time and not yep, anymore. I agree. I don't like her anymore either. Because of what happens next. Yeah. So then she's like taking care of him with his little bloody nose. Mm-hmm. And he he got her this picture sent overnighted of their mothers. Yeah. On the boat. On the Queen Mary. When they were dancing too, he had said to her like, Can, do you think our mothers danced in this ballroom? And like, all, like he's, he's really being very emotionally manipulative. Yeah. And I do not like that at all. They went to uh, one of the, 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 his room, you know. It was like, do you think our mother's scissored? <laughs> Jeez. That's disgusting, Mark. Oh, my God. Well, it was weird. It was weird the way he kept talking about their mothers. Well, because like, their fathers weren't in those pictures. Well, I think maybe their mothers were friends first or something. No, I think, I don't know. Maybe. 
Uh, no, no, because the family, they met, she said, because the family went and lived with them for a while. Because oh, yeah. he was economically advising them or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, so uh, he's like, hey, you know, why don't you stay here tonight or whatever? And um, she's like, no. And then they kiss. Yeah. Really kiss. She gives him a kiss. A big sure. one. And then, like, you think that then they're going to end up together, probably. Um, and then Steve is like all upset and drunk with Brandon and in jail and Claire's like with the prince and it's all no good. And when Steve comes home in the morning, he oh, goes to, to the, their room. To the boat, not home. But yeah, but he goes to their room. Mm-hmm. Goes and, to Claire's room. Well, don't they have the same room? Maybe, I don't know. I, 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 so. I, yeah, I guess. But... It's not been slept in. No, the whole thing's pristine. So now he's really concerned. Mm-hmm. And he finds her sitting there having breakfast with the prince. Right. And she, prior to that, in the scene prior, yeah. what he doesn't witness when they're talking, she's like, yeah, I, I walked around all night. I thought about it and everything. But I love Steve and I want to stay with him. Here's my point of view. This mm. is how I would handle this. Mm. I would say it took you this long to figure out you wanted to be with me. Goodbye. Right. I don't I don't need to be with you. If you don't know immediately that you want to be with me, see you later. But she didn't say that to Steve. She said it to the prince. No, I know, but like anyway, I, He doesn't know any of this. Like I suppose, yeah. All he knows is she got mad when he punched him and then that's it. Right. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Although, he, did he say something about her not sleeping in their bed? No. Okay. Anyways, yeah, he comes over and he's, like, starting to yell at her about not sleeping in their bed. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, I, I love you. I decided, you know, I want to be with you. And, like, kisses him. And then, like, everything's just good. The prince is like, oh, the best man won, you know. You're, we're still buddies, you know, and everything. Yeah, well, because Claire told him that she wanted to make sure they stayed friends, yeah. like him and Steve. Like, she's looking out for Steve in that way. This guy's not coming on the show anymore, I don't think. No, I mean, like... And he, he goes, Steve says, nothing happened between the two of you? And the prince goes, nope, nothing. And Claire, does, and Claire doesn't say anything, and I'm like, does kissing mean nothing to these people? Do they not consider this cheating? I, I really it's think... A, she 100% cheated on him. I don't know. I don't think they do. I mean, like, they it's like a handshake to them. I thought you were saying a job. <laughs> no, I mean, they do. They seem like this group of people seems to have a different idea of how affection works. I guess. But anyway, so they're supposed to be happy and everything. But I don't think it's happy. I agree. It, it took her way too long. Yep. She treated Steve like shit. She ruined his birthday. Yep. Like, I don't think they should be together anymore. I agree. And that you know me. I've been Claire's biggest ally yeah. for this entire season, but I'm disgusted. Yeah. I mean, Steve has done nothing but be, like, wonderful to her all the time. Can you believe fucking piece of shit Steve from season one <laughs> right. has become the most sympathetic character? <laughs> this is the greatest character arc in the history of television. For sure. He is, though. He's, like, one of the best people on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And she treats him like dog shit. Awful. She does not deserve him. I agree. 
I mean, he might have terrible blonde hair. <laughs> and a smile like the Joker. <laughs> but she still doesn't deserve him. But yeah, and I think that's all the storylines. Yeah. So Steve and Claire are still together. We'll see what happens. Even though they shouldn't be. Donna and David back re- together. Re- together. Right. Uh, maybe, what's her name? Kelly and Brandon. Maybe. Re-back together. Valerie and this dude. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Colin and his, Jail. and his cellmate. Yeah. Are there you go. Don't drop the soap. And Brenda and Dylan are together. Yeah. And Andrea's still with Jesse. Off screen, but yes. Oh, and Nat and uh, Joanne are getting married and having a baby, supposedly. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Nat, Nat and Joanne are having a mummy. <laughs> right. Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, this is going to be interesting. But, uh, yeah, that is the episode. Extra long one today for an extra long episode. But, uh, Carol, tell the people, uh, I don't know, whatever. So you can write us at latefee1994awl.com. Yes. Check out our website at Uh huh. And tell your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.